0: The call for proposals for Voice Summit 2020 is available now. Having the opportunity to speak at Voice Summit will be highly competitive this year. So if you'd like the chance to be a speaker at this year's event, fill out the form at voicesummit.ai and click on apply to speak. Proposals are only open until January 31st. So be sure to get yours in now. That's voicesummit.ai and click on apply to speak. Vox Up co-founders Sandeep Menon and Sajib Paul are encouraging the voice tech world to think beyond weather and music. You'll hear them talk about why the voice channel is underutilized in spite of exploding adoption, samples of use cases they are building, other voiceification platforms they've created, and why they want to help your brand get started on voice now. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your co-host, Carrie Roberts, and today my guests are the co-founders of VoxUp, Sandeep Menon and Sajeev Paul. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for being here.
1: Good morning, Kerry. Thank you for having us on the show. Thank you, Kerry.
0: So how did the two of you meet and what is VoxUp?
1: Oh, okay. So we know each other for the last 20 years. So we just came out of college and uh, we started working together on our first jobs way back in 2001. You know, that's when we met. And, you know, we have been uh, in touch with each other for the last uh, 18, 19 years now. Right. And we always had this dream of starting something together and, you know, building an organization. But it never really happened. You know, time went on. It was last year. It was in last, uh, early last year, 2018, when we started talking. And Saji was working with a media organization where he got some exposure to Alexa, it was very early days in Alexa and, and, and then, you know, when he got that exposure, he educated me about certain parts of that and I also got really, very excited reading about and thinking about the, the huge amount of prospects that uh, voice as a technology brings to the table, right? And that's when, full earnest, I think we started in May 2018. We had initially named this organization as Voice It Right and then over time it has changed to a smaller name. And we call it walks up, basically walks in Latin means voice. And we basically say, voice up your business, right? So walks up, that's what it stands for.
0: I like that. Do you think that both of you knowing each other for 20 years is what helps you make this business run successfully this last couple of years?
2: I think, you know, if you really look at that, you know, any startup, it goes through lots of ups and downs, correct, you know, and our um, solid relationship, you know, last 20 years, correct, you know, it gels together to navigate that uh, ups and downs very easily, correct. And that gives us the more energy to focus, to drive the business rather than spending more time to align each other we have easily spent more time on you know exploring new use cases new avenue where we can find that opportunities and explore and debate and you know put a meaningful use case i think we strongly believe our um, friendship has a vital role in making our business successful because we find very easily navigate figure out a way to move forward, you know, every single day.
0: Yeah, knowing how each other works, what makes each other tick, makes a huge difference in making any relationship or business successful. Now, I know both of you are all about encouraging the voice tech world to think beyond weather and music. Why do you think the voice channel is underutilized in spite of the exploding adoption? And, Sandeep, I'll start with you. Okay.
1: I think the basic reason here is this particular channel is still grossly underutilized by brands. So brands have still not really latched onto this particular channel to engage with their customers or to reach out uh, to their customers in a meaningful manner, which again you know, brings down to, uh, to the question as to why are they not using this channel uh, more effectively, which we believe, and this basically comes from our interaction with a number of prospects and clients that we have been working with, right? I think it boils down to three things. One is uh, people are aware of the exploding adoption of, uh, you know, voice and smart speakers. And, uh, you know, the numbers are published very regularly, but they still don't understand as to what is the real use case that they can. So there is a gross lack of education, especially with the decision makers as to how they can meaningfully use this channel to engage with the customers. The second question that we always face with our prospects and customers is, how would people know that our skill or our Google action exists? Somehow they're not able to relate that if they have a website, they still have to go and market it. But somehow that doesn't hold true for their voice skills or actions, that they are still not able to be aligned with the fact that that would also require a marketing effort to make people aware that there is a skill and there is an action of our brand with which you can do meaningful things. And last but not least is the perennial question of ROI, right? Everyone says, okay, if we do this, what is the ROI that I get? And because it is still very early days, we really don't have a lot of metrics to prove that, okay, if you do this, this is what, okay, your customer engagement metrics would increase by X percentage or your uh, time to market or your brand awareness would increase by X number of points and so on and so forth. So. I think education, the understanding about marketing your skills and action is also a part of creating these things. And the absence of metrics are the three things that I believe that brands are not really utilizing the, the channel in the, in the fullest possible. You know, one more point to
2: be added is so that if you really look at that um, voice is relatively new and voice get be heavily utilized. Once, you know, it's part of our day-to-day life, correct? You know, now, if you really look at that, um, there is a slight change in, you know, our day-to-day activities, correct? That happens with the, when we started jumping into the computer and the, the mobile revolution, everything, right? You know, it all required uh, some amount of behavior change to adopt that new channel. I think it over the time, every one of us and all the uh, you know customers will be more comfortable to ask questions to this device these days we know that we can get a lot of answers from Alexa and Google home, but you know how do you make it our day to day activity? That is an adoption it takes some time and but over the time we will get better with that and more comfortable with that. That is the time we will have a lot of utility use cases can be easily deployed. You walk into your home and say that, you know, what is my next utility bill you need to pay? Or you ask your, um, you know, smart device, when is my, how many more days for my vacation? And when is my mortgage bill is due, right? You know, all these questions can be very comfortably asked. It takes some behavioral change. For me, it's a matter of time to explore. And it is happening slowly. And if the fire catches pretty soon.
0: Yeah, I think all of the points both of you made are very true. I think that we're seeing that quite often. So what are some real use cases that brands can explore that maybe they haven't thought of? And can you share some of the interesting use cases you're doing with large clients around the world?
1: I think we have been pretty fortunate to work on pretty forward-looking use cases with some really large clients across the globe. For example, you know, we are working with a very large bank uh, in Singapore. And, and this is a pretty large bank with, let say, $120 billion in assets under management. Right? They started with a very small use case. We want to build a basic presence on the voice channel. And they preferred uh, Google. By the way, you would be pretty surprised to know that even though Alexa commands around 65% of the market in the U.S., it's exactly the reverse in Southeast Asia. Here, In Southeast Asia, the metrics are reversed. I think it's 70% of the market is with Google. So they wanted to go with Google and they wanted to create a basic presence. When we say basic presence, it's almost like uh, a website-like information on the voice channel. So for example, can I talk to Google Home and get all the information about the bank, about their products and services, about their offerings, their leadership, their contact details, and so on and so forth, just by having a conversation with Google. That's where they started. And now they're talking about much more advanced use cases. They're talking about the fact, can they have internal use cases where the relationship managers can use Google Home to get a quick update every morning about all the major markets in the world, so that they are very ready to take calls from their clients. That is one of the things. The next thing is about uh, their executives able to get Forex rate, which they keep on doing multiple times in a day, just by asking Google Home on the spot, and it gets me the Forex rate. And there are multiple use cases like these, not only internal, but now they're talking about how can they have their customers know about their portfolio status just by asking Google, saying that, okay, what is my portfolio status? And there's a mechanism of connecting to their entire system and get their portfolio status and say that, okay, compared to last week, you're 18% higher. So these are the kind of use cases with respect to the bank that we do. A very diverse industry and a surprising industry which is experimenting very much with the voice technologies is the wine and spirits industry. So we are working with a California-based uh, uh, winery, which is probably you know pioneering in certain things, and you know we consider ourselves to be very lucky to be working with them. And you would see that particular skill in the next 15 days, you know, before the Christmas and New Year season kicks. In. So what they are trying to do is obviously they also wanted to have a basic presence with the details of their winery and their story behind their winery and their products on this particular channel but they went a couple of steps ahead and said i want people to ask alexa as to where they can find a store near their zip code where they can pick up their bikes right so i can just ask uh, alexa tell me where can i pick an xyz bike?" and they should be able to locate a store near their zip code and another very interesting use case that they are doing is can you push a discount coupon through this particular channel which can be sent across immediately to the person's mobile number, which they can redeem over the counter at the point of sale. So, which is a very interesting use case. Which I think uh, sooner or later would be something that every retailer would be trying to, do, because this becomes a channel where you can push promotions through. So, I think that's a very interesting use case.
0: I want to go back to this wine thing because you know a lot of people will say you know if you're not first, you're last in voice. So, like if somebody asks, "Where can I get?" An expensive wine. Will this company be coming up first, or will it only come up with their specific skill if they're promoting it to their audience?
1: Okay. So, Carrie, this particular question about where can I find is something after you are in in that particular skill. Okay. Now, now coming to your question, where I say where can I buy XYZ wine, right? The say for example, butter Where can I buy butter by default, Amazon, when it hears the word buy, it basically gets into the shopping flow. But we can still make this particular skill come up as the first search result if they don't use the word buy. Anymore. If I say, what is butter a Chardonnay, for example, that's when we have mechanisms to ensure that this particular skill comes as the first saying that, okay, I have a skill which can basically fulfill that request. Would you like to go to that particular skill? So there are mechanisms to do that. But uh, with respect to find or search or buy, it generally goes into the shopping flow, which by default obviously goes into the Amazon shopping. But what we are trying to say here is once you're inside the scale and you're basically talking to this particular scale and it prods you saying that, would you like to pick up a wine from a nearby store? And you say yes, or you say, locate a store near me from where I can pick up your wines. Then it, it basically helps you, you know, it, it'll ask you for your zip code and then locate the three top uh, or the three nearest stores in your zip code to pick up their buy. I hope yeah. that answers your list.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it's great that you're showcasing from a bank to a winery, that there's a lot of different use cases here and that you're highlighting that you start with one piece, you start with one entity see how that goes, and then kind of grow it and make that skill more advanced. Because I think a lot of people think it has to do everything all at once, but you start with something, test it, grow it. And it's great to see that that's what you're doing with these two companies.
1: I want to talk about another very, very interesting use case, which we are seeing traction across multiple clients, actually. And and again, uh, it's a little you know, surprising to me, but uh, it is in the learning and development area, right? So, so especially with, with respect to, Mandatory and compliance-based trainings in bigger organizations. That is where the use of voice assistance is also growing. Right. So, for example, we're working with this very large client which has close to 20,000 employees spread across you know around 1,500 offices in, in in India here. Now, their their challenge was to basically reach out to all these employees with a new mandatory training and then. Uh, you know, they basically had defined a handful of cultural anchors that they required all the employees to be aware of. And they wanted this training to be dispensed across the board. And they had this challenge of how do we reach out to these employees very fast. And and that's when you know we, we got into this organization and we consulted with them and we found that voice could be such an amazing channel to reach out very, very fast and in a very innovative and interesting manner to all these employees. So what we've done is we have actually created an entire very very conversational interactive trainings for employees which they can basically access anytime anywhere and can learn at their own pace just by talking to their mobile phones plus it's an authenticated access so it is integrated with their authentication system it is integrated with their own learning management system because their their videos and their images are all you know stored in their own learning management system it is integrated from uh, with, with that system as well. It pulls all of this into this entire voice system and, and ensures that uh, the employees have a very, very rich and interactive learning experience.
0: That That's very exciting. Do you have anything else to add to that, Sajeev, as well?
1: I
2: think you know we are very lucky to explore a lot of use cases, you know. And in, you know, in our early days, we were talking about multiple use cases in a clinical trial and very awesome use cases. And you know, we did um some amount of progress, and we were um looking at the um uh, LMS system integrations and a lot of things. You know, there is no lack of what can be bring into the voice space. It's all adoption, and it gradually doing step by step, right? You know.
0: Now, besides custom voice apps, your company also has a couple of voiceification platforms. Can you share with us a few details of these platforms?
1: So we have one platform which is already live, and that platform was actually the first thing that we went live with. That is a platform which is for podcasters. It is for podcasters to have their own custom skills on Alexa without really bothering about uh, any of the technology that is involved behind the scenes, right? So... It, consider it to be like the Wix for podcasters, create their own custom skills on Alex. So you just log on to the platform, provide some very basic details about the skill, about the podcast skill that you want to create, customize certain aspects of that, like you know what is the welcome message that you would want to put in? What is the closing message? Do you want to collect feedback from your listeners? Do you want to include or exclude some of the episodes from your RSS feed? Just map your RSS feed, and the entire thing is taken
0: care of by our platform.
1: The entire lifecycle of the skill, you know, the certification process, all of that is taken care of by our platform. Plus, it also gives you rich analytics about the listeners on the Alexa channel. So That is one of the platforms that we have, which is already live. The second platform, which is in certification at this point of time, is targeted towards Shopify merchants. So Shopify being an e-commerce platform that around 800,000 merchants across the globe use for their e-commerce stores. So what we've done is we have provided the ability to these Shopify merchants to voiceify, if I can use the word, certain aspects of their customer service. So for example, if using our platform, Shopify merchants can create their own Alexa skill for their stores, which their customers can then use to know the status of their orders, to track the shipment status, to cancel orders. And obviously, we'll enhance this particular platform going ahead where they'll be able to even search for items, compare items, and even place orders. So these are the two platforms that we have. Currently.
0: Anything else that you want to add as well, Sajeev? So
1: I think all this uh, exercise,
2: right, that the building the, the podcast platform and the Shopify, what ability we gained over the time is, you know, we can easily build a connected app for any SaaS-based product at this point. That is what we have proven over this time. If you want to have, a, let's say, something like um, Salesforce or, you know, any other CRMS application, if you want to build in a connected app, we have the ability to do that. And so what we are doing is we're taking one use case at a time and see how do we build that um, confidence and, you know, come some amount of customer space and then make it uh, to the next
1: level.
0: Now, where can people learn more about what we talked about today, your website, and where can they connect with each of you online?
1: Yeah, there is a website. There is a mail ID that they can reach out to. There are some of the skills which are going live very soon, and I think that will give us a lot of visibility. And just a mail would do and we are always available.
0: Yeah, so they can go to boxup.com and as well as look at both of you guys on LinkedIn. I know you guys are very social and love to interact with people in the space. Exactly. And the last question we like to ask on this show, this is for each of you. Is there a flash briefing, voice skill or experience that you are using right now and really enjoying and why? So Saji, we'll start with you.
2: I don't follow much about that flash briefing, but uh, I love that uh, the most um, useful thing for me is that uh, AI that provides a lot of useful insight about, you know, what is possible and what is the trend about the voice technology and et cetera, et cetera. Yep. That is my primary source of information, at least what is happening on the voice technology.
0: Yes. And that's with Brett Kinsella. He is a wealth of <laughs> knowledge and information. So yeah, we, <laughs> we love him on this show as well. Yes, yeah, Sandeep, your choice?
1: I do use, for fun purposes, question of the day. That is one of my favorite skills that I use almost on a daily basis. And uh, I do miss the brands on this channel, Kerry. very frankly. I really do. I really think uh, that there is so much more that uh, the brand should be doing on this channel. And I wish I could have meaningful conversations with all the brands that I generally use on this particular channel rather than going to their website and getting all the information that I
0: need. It'll be really nice to see how it grows and improves. So thank you both so much for being here and sharing your knowledge today.
1: Just one last comment, Keri, that I wanted to make. That over the last 18 months, working with these, putting these platforms in place and working with all the small and large clients that we have worked with, we really feel that uh, we have a lot of reusable components that we have built. And we believe that it is high time that brands should at least start experimenting with this. and we really want to help them take that first step. And I wanted to say that if any brand wants to create their basic presence on the Alexa channel, we could offer it for free, right? I mean, that's how confident we are with our reasonable components that we are able to turn it around, at least the basic presence, right? Because that gets started. I mean, that gets the brand started on the voice journey and then they would understand the strength of this particular channel and then they would be able to do much bigger things on this particular channel. So that is one point that I wanted to put across through your podcast into the market so that, you know, I think it will be good for the entire industry. And that's why I wanted to put this across and I wanted to use this particular podcast to put that across to the market. And, and thank you so much, Kerry. I think amazing that you are creating like almost like two podcasts a week. I mean, that's a lot of content that you're publishing and very high quality content. Thank you so much for that.
0: Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at, at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I. At MODEV.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you, and we look forward to chatting with you next week.